I'm not editing this episode. Just so you know, guys. <laughs> fucking don't. <laughs> just going in. <laughs> you should put a, a warning at the top. Uh, like <laughs> Disclaimer, fuck. Please adjust Sound your speakers warning. accordingly. <laughs> We're not going to fight anymore. I'm also just a girl. Dying to float. Standing in front of a boy. Such a great audience. Come on, y'all Hey everyone, welcome back to When Cinephiles Attack, a weekly podcast where four movie fans test the limits of their friendship. I'm Josh, here with... Mella, Lacey. And Rashawn. Uh, real quick before we jump into it, would you please be so kind as to open whatever app you listen to podcasts on, Spotify, Apple, Good Pods, and would you be so kind as to rate us the rating that you see fit, and leave us a review. Thank you. Josh is being nice to the listeners because he fucked us up the ass this episode. Look how tight I'm gripping my knuckles right now. <laughs> Lacey had to talk to you before the show started. You better get on this mic and you better be nice. It's a late okay. night recording, y'all. Get ready. <laughs> I don't give a shit what you guys have been watching because that's what we're talking about all episode, okay? Oh, yeah. Recently, we as a fam all saw Jordan Peele's Nope, a little behind the scenes. This episode was originally just going to be about Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Then I told Lacey, I want to host. And then, no, I'm just kidding. It didn't, it, that, that happened later. But we decided we also wanted to talk about Nope. And we're like, let's do both. And then we realized there have been a lot of movies this summer that we wanted to talk about. And then I said I wanted to host. So, welcome to our midsummer movie extravaganza yeah we're talking about midsummer again yeah we're talking about midsummer a fame did you prepare your essays <laughs> i did <laughs> danny <laughs> we're gonna get funky oh no that's the, not the first time i've done that what's a bad miracle funky. funky would you like to see a magic trick we got a word for that Oh God, she won't die. You ain't nothing You ain't You ain't Cha cha, real smooth. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Um. So, this summer has been. Quite, quite an exciting summer for movies, and we're we're counting late May as well. Um, also, as you can tell, we're going to be talking a lot about summer movies. We will keep this pretty much spoiler free. Uh, even with the more recent ones, we'll dance around the topics. You, if you haven't seen any of these and want to, no worries. From everybody else, real quick, first impressions of this summer's movies. As a whole, your thoughts. I just want to hear what you've been thinking the past couple months going to the theater or uh, opening up your streaming apps. Um, Rashawn, let's start with you. Ooh, the pressure. Um, just, just for like shallow first impressions. I don't need. I don't need big thoughts yet. Tell me something, girl. 
shallow. shallow. Oh, <laughs> how did we get there? I just accepted it. I just born episode. I sat back and was like, "Ooh, yes, okay." My three friends will know this, and anyone who knows me will know this. I love to be in the movie theaters. Uh, I'll be up in them seats. Absolutely. So I love the summer movie season. This one has been cool. Cool for the summer. Interesting. Yes. I want to. We'll. We'll pin that for a second, but first impressions of this summer's movie season, and obviously we know we're filming this late July. There's a couple more left to come out. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. to Bullet Train. Sorry, you missed the mark just a little bit. Mella, what are your thoughts on this summer's slate of movies? Um, Surprising. I feel like there's been some, like, specifically Top Gun that I never even thought I was going to see. That I talked about a couple episodes ago, and then I fucking dug it. And then there were some that I were excited for, Jurassic Park, and it sucked. Um, so it's su- surprising in You're, all realms of the world. You were excited for Jurassic World Dominion? Well, not excited, but just like, ooh, let's okay, let's just yeah. see. You know, let's just let's see what it gives, type of thing. And whoops. Uh, ooh, baby, missed <laughs> the mark there. <laughs> Me? What about you? Yeah. We've talked about this before. I think for the most part, I'm one of the easiest people to please when it comes to movies. It takes a lot for me to dislike something because it's a feat to make a movie. It is a feat to have a movie made. So honestly, I can't think of a movie that we've seen lately that I've a new movie that we've seen lately that I haven't been happy with. Like, it's been a good summer. Were you talking about Drag Me to Hell? Yeah, of course I was. (laughs) Uh, Oh, but every movie is a feat. (laughs) Left or right. You know what? Sam Raimi made it. He made it, and I gave him respect. I I think I even... This is not about Drag Me to Hell. That's over. I, I did not allude to it. I did. Um... Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. I mean, yeah, there's not really. I haven't. It's, I'm a I'm a blockbuster guy. That's kind of where I've cemented myself so far in our in our in our tribe. And these movies are all always my demographic. Just dumb straight men, and as I'm in that demographic, what are you gonna do? <laughs> and they know how to they know how to get right to me. Um, dumb. <laughs> Your opinions are dumb. <laughs> Speaking of dumb opinions, let's Rashawn. So, what? That was a loaded cool. Mm-hmm. Are there some that like you were hoping for more or something? Like what? Explain. Like I said, I love going to the movies. I love being one of like three people in a movie theater with like a small indie film, and I love being in a packed theater with like a big blockbuster. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I should be an easy target as well, but I never am. Never. And, okay, <laughs> ease up. <laughs> and so when we, the four of us come out of a movie theater and I don't have a solid opinion. You don't have an opinion is what it is. Oh, my God. We're Man. like, Rashawn, what'd you think? And he's just there. It was cool for what it was. I'll see y'all on the mic. <laughs> okay, we want to talk. I could literally just say I don't know yet, and that's not good enough 
for the masses. We want just like a general like vibe. Gut reaction. Right. I feel like Rashawn is the kind of person that needs to marinate on Yeah, it, I need on, to marinate. On it. You're a, on everything. Well, here's the thing. We we all went to acting school and something that we were told and taught in acting school was by studying this craft, it's going to ruin some things for you. It's going to ruin watching things for you because you're going to see it as an actor. We've all been working towards and working in the industry for the last 10 years. And especially, Rashawn, you're coming at it not just from the acting perspective, but as a writer and a director. So you're when you see something, you really are seeing it from so many different angles. So I understand that it's not just a gut first impression reaction for you. So back to the marinating thing. Um, Lacey just had a beautiful soliloquy. I know, about so me. sweet. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm so gonna nice. bulldoze right through that before you can accept it. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. I love you, Rashawn. I love you too. Don't hate me later. <laughs> this is. I'm actually more. This is not defending or attacking anyone. I just want to... Melo. Mm-hmm. What's your go-to dinner? It doesn't have to be a specific meal, but like, what do you God find yourself? I love steak and potatoes. It's like a classic... No, that you're in charge of. Like, oh. whether it's picking up, cooking, ordering... What pizza? is your... Pizza? Yeah. Okay, if you're cooking. Like, if, you, if you couldn't order... No, no, that's that's okay. That's okay. Okay. What about, like, if you had to cook? If you can't order? If you're out of money? or Oh, I'm going to make some tacos. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. I'm just, we all know Rashawn's a very good cook. Rashawn cooks mm. uh, very mm. slow, deliberate, uh, multi-step meals. Mm-hmm. And your go-to dinner answer when I just asked was pizza. So, <laughs> and that's just consumption, both in media and in food. I'm hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's order a fucking pizza. <laughs> That's just that's just how it is, you know. And yeah, I mean, everything Lacey said beautifully is true. Everything Mel said is true. Like I'm, I come out and I'm (laughs) sure, whatever. (laughs) But I'm also on the face of it, I'm just an indecisive person. Like, don't ask me what I want to drink when I sit down because I don't, I don't know. Oh my god, I don't know. And I need an opinion, and I need to know what's good. It's unreal. I'm just in this. <laughs> Mel's, Mel's I'm shaking thinking. Unleashing this. the contained laughter of 80 <laughs> nights out where she doesn't want to make Rashawn feel bad. When the waitress has come by five times. And well, asked, maybe if maybe if we had gotten there on time, I would have looked at like, <laughs> Change. But we, change but we were fucking late. We were fucking late. <laughs> we have veered <laughs> off. Summer movies. <laughs> If you want to drag, I can drag with the festival. <laughs> gut reaction. Sorry, Rashawn. Gut reaction. In the group chat, we we shared a list of uh, what we think a pretty comprehensive list of the summer's movies. Favorite summer movie this year, so far that you've seen. Oh, no. you can't make me go first. Mel, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, like top of um, your head, favorite summer movie. Cha-cha real smooth. Nice. Well, talk about it a little bit. Um, I didn't know much about this. Rashawn told me about it. Can I call it an indie movie? I feel like it I is. Think yeah. So. And, yeah, it's an indie movie. I watched it at home because it's on Apple TV streaming. 
And it was just so simply well done. And I feel like sometimes with movies like this in summer, they get totally bulldozed over because we're so used to these like massive blockbusters, um, which is great. Like that's what the summer's for. But it's also nice to just like watch a an easy flick with some romance that for this one specifically, I don't want to like give too much of the plot away, but like not everything is tied up in a nice little neat bow. And those are the best movies sometimes because that's like a slice of life. Um, and it's not necessarily fantasy. It's like you're actually watching real life happen on, on film. I loved it. It was very sweet. That was a good plug. Um, I'll go next. Gut reaction, honestly, is Bob's Burgers the movie. I have been a lifelong Bob's Burgers fan, and this is probably the best TV show to movie adaptation, transfer, whatever you call it, of any TV show I've seen, not just animated. It it perfectly threads the needle of if you've never seen the show, if you know, if your significant other loves Bob's Burgers or your kid or your parents even, and you want to see it with him, it's really truly totally fine you don't there's an opening number bob's burgers is famous for his music that that covers the character traits of the main cast so succinctly and so well that that's all you need and and you're in but if you're a long time fan like me and Lacey are it is so rewarding there are so many seasons long in jokes and and the plot is quick it's short it's a tight like 120 there's just enough musical numbers that it doesn't overstay its welcome. The voice cast is perfect. H. John Benjamin, Kristen Shaw, they're all incredible. It's just so nice. It's just <laughs> so good. It's easy to watch. It's so okay, rewatchable. I, I got it. Why is dad making a burger at 8 a.m.? Is he on British time? He's making it to bring to Mr. Dowling at the bank. We have a meeting this morning and we're going to ask for an extension on a loan payment. Oh, fun. And we really, really need to get that extension. All the restaurant equipment is wrapped up in that loan. So you're giving him a burger? Well, I mean, we can't give him money, Tina. Because we don't have any. Pretty much. How about you playing some of this? <laughs> uh, what? To scare? Lacey, what do you got? Surprising absolutely no one, it is Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Honestly, I haven't stopped thinking about this movie since we saw it a few weeks ago. I just, I am a sucker for stop motion animation. I think because it takes so much artistry, so much time, it is such a specific craft um, that seeing it come to life on screen, I know so many people's dreams and efforts and work are coming to fruition um and especially something like this like I was fucking obsessed with the shorts on YouTube of Marcel when they first came out however many years ago obsessed my cousins and I quoted it to each other daily and the movie just does such a great job of translating a little story and making it <laughs> a little story about a little shell uh, and making it relatable to our existence and our human experience. It, it deals with social media and the way the internet can work for you and work against you. It's about family and relationships. It's about friendships. 
Um, it's about self-worth and self-assurance. Um, and I'm a sucker for anything with a grandma story. You guys know how much I love my grandma. Um, Mm -hmm. so anything that showcases that relationship between grandmother and grandchild, I just adore. And it just, I don't know. It just made me so happy. It did. It just made me happy. There was, there were a lot of Marcel quotes that we, Lacey and I still say them to this day and we had both forgotten they were Marcel quotes. There was like two or three. And, and I when said, she compared said compared to what? Yeah. <laughs> when they said them in the movie, we we're like, oh shit. Oh. <laughs> or like, we'll talk to our animals and go, okay, I love you. Come okay, on, I love, I love you. you. Come on. Come on, I love and you. And then Marcel said it and we we're like, oh shit. That's Marcel. We've been saying that for 10 years. <laughs> we thought we came up with it. <laughs> no. Rashawn. Yeah. Yeah. Five minutes later, gut reaction. You. (laughs) (laughs) I need five more. (laughs) Uh, Top Gun Maverick. It's just uh, so good. (laughs) It's it's really really good. It's it's action packed. It's emotional. I was crying very hard in the movie theater. Um, Which part? That's what my dad would have done. Like, I could cry right now. Oh, <laughs> it was sweet. It was so sweet. But, I mean, I don't think Top Gun is, like, a classic for me. I know it's an iconic 80s movie. But I was so surprised how how much the nostalgia worked on me in the movie. Same. And also, I think, this is not to say anything of any other films that have been coming out lately, but there's something to be said about just seeing people tangibly do it, you know? It's the like, Tom Cruise effect, man. Yeah, just like getting into those jets, getting up into the sky and filming all that stuff. It's just, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. And it's just movie magic. What what my homegirl talks about when she sits down in that AMC. She's like, Heartbreak feels um, good in a place like this. In a this. place like this, man. It's, yeah, it's 10 out of 10. Good morning, aviators. This is your captain speaking. Welcome to Basic Fighter Maneuvers. As briefed, today's exercise is dogfighting. Guns only, no missiles. We do not go below the hard deck of 5,000 feet. Working as a team, you have to shoot me down or else. Or else what, sir? Or else I shoot back. If I shoot either one of you down, you both lose. This guy needs an ego check. We'll see to that. So what's say we put some skin in the game? What do you have in mind? Whoever gets shot down first has to do 200 push-ups. Guys, <laughs> that's a lot of push-ups. Well, uh, they don't call it an exercise for nothing, sir. You got yourself a deal, gentlemen. Let's, let's, on. let's see how we're feeling. So we've talked about Top Gun Maverick a little bit. I loved it. Mella, you've said that you loved it. Lacey, you haven't seen it yet, correct? No, I have not. That's fine. Sorry. Your taste. Whatever. <laughs> I'll see um, it once it's streaming. I haven't seen Cha Cha Real Smooth, but I don't think we really talked about it too much on the pod. Lacey and Rashawn, you guys saw it, though. What mm-hmm. are your thoughts on it? I-, I was a big fan of it, yeah. I watched uh, Shit House, which is Cooper Rafe's debut. Uh, he reached out to uh, Mark Duplass and had a short film concept of shithouse that he wanted to make got some advice got some mentorship made shithouse and then cut to a few years later 
straight out of Sundance. Apple TV is picking up Cha Cha Real Smooth. It's great. Everything Mel said is true. It's just, you know what you're going to get, but you get it so well done. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest takeaway is that Dakota Johnson is just becoming one of my favorite actresses. I think she's very, very good in this. She's having a good couple of years. Yeah. It's just, yeah, between like The Lost Daughter and we talked about Bad Times a, few, a year ago or so. Yeah, oh. She's just, she's great Sorry. in this. <laughs> she's, she's great very, in this. Yeah. There is a very specific scene towards the beginning of the movie at a dance in the women's restroom. Mm-hmm. Um, her whole performance is great, but I was on the fence about her performance until that scene, and then I was like, "Okay, I'm I'm going with you. I don't mm-hmm. I don't care where the rest of this movie goes. You've hooked me." Yeah. yeah. Um, I also really want to talk about the her daughter in the movie, uh, played by Vanessa Berghart. Um, who is an actress who is on the spectrum, playing someone on the spectrum, which I think is really important. Really cool because she does an incredible job in this part. Um, And she's talked in a few interviews, I've read a few interviews that she's done, and she said, you know, I I would stim during a scene and they would just let that be part of my character. I didn't have to try and fight against it. I didn't have to suppress anything. I could just be myself in this character. And that was a really freeing thing for her. Um, And her relationship between her and Dakota Johnson and her and Cooper, it was just, it's really electric. Everything mm-hmm. that happens in that movie, all of the, the chemistry is really electric. Cute. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen it. It sounds cute. Uh, Mel, Mel and Rashawn, you guys haven't seen Bob's, correct? We haven't. No. That's fine. Let's talk about Marcel, because that was originally what we were supposed to do this episode on. <laughs> we have not spoken about it in the thread at all. At all. <laughs> Let's start with Mela, because you, I, my love of Marcel has been known from prior episodes, so I don't need to keep going. Basically, everything Lacey said, I echo. So, Mela, what did you think of Marcel the Shell she was on? I, again, this falls into the category of surprised. Um, I had seen a couple of YouTube videos. I wasn't obsessed, <laughs> but like that's not a drag. I just was like, I knew what it was. I thought it was really cute i also am like a really big fan of jenny slate so it was perfect when i had seen the trailers i was just very interested on how they were going to take youtube clips and make it a whole movie because we've talked about this before when you have something good and then they go and do too much on it and you're like god damn it they Mm -hmm. did it they messed it up but i i really enjoyed it i did it's not something that i would necessarily go watch like just willy-nilly but I feel like the actual filmmaking of it was beautiful I felt like it was so comfortable comfortable is a good word (laughs) it just felt like that time before you fall into like a really good nap like you're (laughs) super comfortable you feel safe like the sun is like behind the leaves yes (laughs) and like you know you're gonna have like a bomb dinner when you wake up like that was like the feeling of the movie for me i also 
didn't expect to cry at all. Like, I didn't really think that it was going to be, I wouldn't say not heavy, but I didn't think it was going to be, like, so heartfelt. Um, I thought it was going to be kind of just, you know, cute little adventure that the shell is going on. But I really do think there was a lot of heart in it. And I, too, am, like, pretty close to my grandma. So I was like, oh. So, yeah, it was very surprising. And I really did enjoy it. There's so much nothing. She's the best. She. What? But my dad has pink shoes. So do my grandfather. So cute. Peace. Uh, yeah, obviously peace. Like, what a weird thing to try to test to see if someone else is into. Like, of course I'm into peace. No, sorry, I'm a real war person. No, war, actually. I sign all my personal letters. War. Let the battle begin, Marcel. I didn't want to say anything during all that, but I was screaming, crying, <laughs> laughing, throwing up. I'm so happy you liked it. I did. Rashawn? I really did. Hmm. What did you think of Marcel, Michelle? Was she going? <laughs> Lacey, stay with me. Stay with me, Lacey. I knew it. I fucking, I fucking knew it. I saw oh. on Letterboxd. I saw on oh. Letterboxd. No, I saw on Letterboxd when you both went to see it. And Mar- Mella put a heart. And I was like, oh my God, she liked it. What does Rashawn put? Watched. <laughs> Watched. Uh, no review. A, no hard Well, I watched word. it. He couldn't get a word out. <laughs> and you fucking knew it. Just say will, it, Rashawn. I will never know peace on this mic. Never. Uh, you will never give peace on this mic. If I could talk about it. Because <laughs> I, I don't think I've said a word, the three of you. <laughs> I've just been laughing. <laughs> yeah, you're enjoying it. I really am. I've, I saw the YouTube videos when they came out uh, and they went viral. Well, I'm not going to belabor this. I admire what stop motion does. I admire the heart of this movie. It's just hella not for me. And that's that's okay. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying I hated it. It's just not my jam. And I have an aversion to movies that just want to make you cry. And I I felt that. And it, a little bit of maybe how like Josh crosses his arms at certain comedies. Maybe that's how I approach this. So I, I do admit a little bias before the movie started. <laughs> but I did try to give myself over to it. And there's just certain things like just scooting around with this with went on a string i can't like it's just not my thing it's just not my it's thing. so cute though it's so scooting, funny it's his little dog i don't like it i don't like it this is just some scooting bro but i get it if i can't say this <laughs> we've lost caramella completely mella got a tear in her eye and Marcel scooting around. Rashawn's just fucking gripping the theater seats as hard as he can. The popcorn just just has fucking nail holes in it. (laughs) You just hear (laughs) my seats going up. Where where are you going? I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. Um, Having said all that, not my thing, but I do think Jenny Slate is fantastic in it, and she got laughs out of me as her Mm -hmm. with her performance. Um, and I, I did enjoy her quite a bit. It's just, it's just not my lane and I'm not, 
I'm not here to bash it. I'm not here to say it's bad. You're not I'm here to not, bully. We know. Not, not here to bully. It's just not completely not my thing. Speaking of bashing, <laughs> uh, let's talk about, I know Lacey and I mentioned how there wasn't really many of these, but let's talk about disappointments this summer. Uh, whether it was a whole movie, specific parts of a movie, what were some of your biggest disappointments? Yo, Jurassic Park (laughs) fucking sucks. (laughs) It doesn't suck. Jurassic World Dominion? You keep calling it Jurassic Park. You know what the fuck I'm talking about out there. It doesn't suck. What what do you mean? I haven't seen it because I've heard very bad things, Um, so I've avoided it. All right, I'm sorry. Excuse me. It doesn't suck. It just was disappointing. I think I just went in there with such a different idea of what it was going to be. Um, And there's like a the first part of the... Not even the first part. Like there's just like a tiny 10-minute segment in the beginning of the movie that sets it up that we're thinking... Or I was thinking that's how the movie was going to go. And I was like, fuck yeah. We're going to see like this Jurassic world in the human civilization. And let's just see how that works out, which is cool. I want to see how we, we, we are, you know, in a taxi cab and there's a fucking T-Rex. Like, let's see how that goes. It wasn't that it wasn't that, um, it completely just like veered off. Um, I also didn't like expect Laura Dern to be in it so much, which isn't a bad thing, but I thought she was going to come back for like a cool little cameo and then bounce. They used that nostalgia to like pull people in and then it just wasn't a good payoff. Hmm. So yeah, disappointment. And this is, I want to say this isn't, I don't think we think aside from Mela thinking this one sucks. This isn't like what's, what's the worst Movie to come out. This is just a disappointment yeah. list. Like I'll go next. I don't. I wasn't disappointed by this movie, but my movie with the most disappointment in it was Thor: Love and Thunder, and I'll explain. A fun romp. Taika Waititi obviously was at his Taika is out of this even more so than Ragnarok. Big was not disappointed in Christian Bale's Gore the God Butcher. He was maybe the scariest villain Marvel's ever had. He was fantastic. He was given it everything and a bag of chips. I was disappointed with certain specific aspects of the movie. And I know this is going to come across as a little, a little nerdy. So just tune it out. I don't give a shit. It's my episode. Uh, (laughs) A couple, a couple of little things I was really disappointed at was the implication behind Jane's ability to wield the hammer in the movie. If you know what I'm talking about, there's a, a flashback scene that that addresses this. You loved it? I did like that. That scene is sweet, but but in the comics, she's just... That's, oh, she, I want to put your hand in the toilet right now. That's, I'm, I was disappointed <laughs> in that. Okay? And I, I, know, was, I, know, I was I know. also disappointed in, in some of the things we were promised, whether outright or implied and didn't get vis-a-vis... Uh, Valkyrie. Um, ultimately, I liked the movie. It was a blast, but there was just some specific moments. Also, I was a little disappointed we didn't get more uh, specific gods in, in, in the middle there. I thought we could have had a, a lot of fun in Omnipotent City, but we didn't. But that's okay. Uh, I wish it would have been a little closer to the 
to the Mighty Thor comic book. That's all. <laughs> I didn't dislike it, but I also like didn't see the point of it. It all felt very inconsequential. Um, Just the whole movie? Yeah. So go where? I didn't really feel like it advanced Thor's character at all. I don't feel like it really advanced his storyline at all. I feel like it was a way to, spoiler alert, skip ahead 15 seconds if you don't want a spoiler. Uh, I feel like it was a way to write Jane out so they didn't have to address her anymore. It just felt it. I just didn't really see the point. Like it was a good time, but it didn't serve any purpose. There was, I mean, there was a little growth at the end with, with what happens at the end. Yes, that's the thing. The whole movie just felt like a gateway. There were no stakes in it for me. We all know Thor's gonna be fine. We all know, you know. I, I just. It felt like a middle chapter, and I—that's mm. what it is. It's—it's it's a middle chapter, but I don't. And I think it's also just Marvel burnout for me. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. that's valid. Uh, Rashawn, what bummed you out? Um, I saw Jurassic and and Thor, and those were both like they were good. I had a popcorn and bucket in my lap one time, and I had a drink in my hand the other time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a fine time. I mean, that's um, what summer movies are about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dewanda Wise is, I think, a fantastic find. She plays a, a renegade pilot, kind of, who crosses paths with Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard. And I, I just thought her energy was, was great. It's not a disappointment, but I saw Crimes of the Future, which I talked about. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a Cronenberg joint. And uh, sorry to annoy everyone, but I don't know how I felt about it. I still don't. Um, We'll talk about another movie later on where I feel like I was just in the hands of a master filmmaker, but I don't, I didn't come out with a solid thought about the movie, but I'm glad he made it and I'm glad it's, it's out. It was in theaters, which is good in in a sea of capes, you know? So now I just want to kind of free for all before we get to the last portion of this episode before the game. Uh, there's a few a few movies we haven't touched on. Uh, if there's any that you would like to talk about, you can have the floor. First, fine, I'll go first. Nope, we just saw it. This is going to be a half and a half episode until we decide not to. I really enjoyed it. Um, one, of the, you hear this a lot with summer movies, but this episode should be coming out in time. If you have the chance, if you feel comfortable, you are better off seeing Nope in a theater. It, this is Jordan Peele's biggest budget on a movie, and he uses every dime of it. It's a huge spectacle. Jordan Peele is flexing again. It's Per Jordan Peele, the subject matter may not be for everybody, but man, is it a good movie. What's the word now? Technically, it is technically a good movie. The sound, the set design... The visuals, the performances. Your thoughts on Nope, everyone? Um, I really dug it. I haven't talked to a lot of people other than us that have actually seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just so happened to talk to someone today that was that had seen it, and they were like, "I just, I didn't understand it." And I said, "That's okay, but did you like it?" <laughs> and they were like, "I, I can't like separate the two. Mm-hmm. 
and I said, and that, and that's fine. And I was like, I think, which I've come to find with not necessarily get out because I think that one was probably his most kind of like through line, like easy to understand, but like with us and with this one, I just took it at face value. I just sat there, watched it, wanted to be entertained because it's Jordan Peele. We know it's going to be good on some level, right? For us to like read all the reviews, read all the fun stuff, have a bunch of conversations and then watch it again and then be like, oh, okay, got it. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is what this is. So with Nope, I don't think it's as intricate as us. I think it's pretty, I mean... See, that's that's a really interesting point that I kind of thought about while I was talking to my sister about it because she saw it and she kind of had the same thing. It's almost a curse that Jordan Peele is now going to be carrying with him with every movie is that people know that his movies mean maybe more than they think they do. He's got a lot of subtlety in his movies and a lot of hidden meanings. Mm-hmm. May, people maybe even be putting more on to him than he has. Yeah. But that's his reputation now. So if you, as a viewer, if you don't think you catch that, whatever that second meaning may be, like this, this friend you talk to, it might, it might detract from the viewing experience. Yeah. And that's what, and I think I just, because we, because I know that, because we know that I'm like, okay, let's just not like get too deep in it. I'm just going to watch it and get what I get. And then on the second watch, I'll start dissecting. So like first impressions, I fucking loved it. I thought, like you said, to back, just to reiterate is I thought the performances were great. I think Kiki Palmer, Jordan Peele wrote her to her absolute strength. It doesn't give anything away, but there's a scene when um, Daniel Kaluuya is in the car and it starts going from day to night. And just the lighting in that shot was fucking amazing. And I don't necessarily like watch movies and see things like that, but it was just so in your face, like just from the whites of his eyes and like, his smile it was like haunting but in a very beautiful way and i just thought there was like little shots like that that i was like oh this is just art i don't care if i don't understand it's just fucking art that's how i felt about the whole movie i really enjoyed it if you follow me on letterboxd you saw my review that if you took two of my greatest fears and put them in a movie (laughs) we would have nope um, so it was very uncomfortable the whole time at Lacey ABV on Letterboxd, on Instagram, on Twitter. It, it's everything. Um, <laughs> that's how I feel, Carmela, is I I was sitting there and of, of course you walk into a Jordan Peele movie and you expect to be disturbed. You expect to be scared. But really I just kind of sat in awe the whole time. There are definitely jump scares. It's definitely unnerving and it has the Jordan Peele feel. But as a whole, I it felt like the dance sequence from us inspired the color and the movement and the, the sh- different angles of shots. Like it felt like the dance sequence was a prelude to what he could do with a full movie. Hmm. And it was just gorgeous. Like, yeah. it was just really fun to watch. I'm excited to watch it again. Me too. Yeah, I, I liked it. Um, Jordan Peele, I don't say this lightly, like, he 
is so important to me. Like he makes me know that it's possible. Mm-hmm. Like what I'm, what I'm trying to do and what I love doing. So anytime he makes a movie, I'm just like, that's uncle right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he's, he's, he's showing me the, that there is no like limit to possibility for a black filmmaker. So I, I, I was nervous in in a way that I was nervous when I watched Scream, uh, a few, like earlier this year, or just like a, a film that you're just so looking forward to, and there's so much at stake. But then mm-hmm. it's just a movie, so I you just kind of have to like take it in. Um, so I I don't have sorry I don't have a concrete answer yet. I cannot wait to watch it again. But I think that expectation kind of hindered me a little bit from. Mm-hmm. just enjoying the movie mm-hmm. yeah technically like josh said like the sound design is out of this world good so it's good. disturbing it looks beautiful um the cinematography is incredible the performances brandon perea is oh my so gosh. A star. good i think he's gonna get launched after this yeah. movie he's yeah. great all, all the main trio is is fantastic mm-hmm. and um yeah i i i think as a movie I still, I like, I need to chew on it more. And mm. I, I know that's not a satisfying answer, but it's just, yeah, it's like bigger than life for me sometimes. And I don't know how to articulate that, but it's fine. That's all right. And that's, a, I mean, that's a Jordan Peele movie. Mm-hmm. Better or worse. What did you see? Hmm? That's big. How big? Big. What it look like? I don't know. It was fast, too fast, too quiet to be a plane. OJ, are you saying what I think you're saying? Um, any any other? We got we we didn't touch on some. Uh, Black Phone, Elvis, uh, Fire Island, uh, Lightyear, Gru, Rise of Minions. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but I kind of want to. I've, I've heard it's really Same. good. <laughs> This little kid I worked told me it was great. So. Oh, I heard it was good. I've, too. I've heard it's really good. Um, yeah, I saw I saw the Black Phone. Scott Derrickson, who's did Doctor Strange, obviously, and Sinister. Um, I did not know until after watching the movie that the short story the movie is based on was written by Stephen King's son. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really interesting to find out because it, there is a lot of like The Shining and Stand by Me and It and Misery all kind of blendered into the movie. Um, Ethan Hawke is doing something really interesting in the movie. <laughs> I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of ideas at work, and the main plot of the movie is really intriguing. But I, I don't know if it fully works as like a solid horror film. But I am glad that Scott Derrickson's still making film. Anything else? Anybody else want to touch on? Um, I will be watching Elvis again. <laughs> <laughs> finishing it this time i will be finishing it <laughs> i will i will just good. sometime soon all right y'all oh, oh, lacy uh good luck to you leo grand yeah oh my god i saw it i know we haven't oh, okay. it wasn't like on our list but i saw yeah, it yeah, yeah. yeah uh it's on hulu mm-hmm. i turned it on i really wish i had seen it as a play it's it's very Play, but also very quarantine very quarantine and yeah. i think it's well written i think it's very well performed and i think it's a really 
great. I'm I'm really glad it was made. Um, it's it's a a subject matter that isn't told very often, and I think it's very important to show women's power, women's sensuality, women's sexuality, women's uh, just women at all stages of life. Um, And the fact that we're seeing it portrayed by someone like Emma Thompson, impeccable. Yeah. Did you like it? It's, I did. It's basically like what? Three long conversations. Yeah. Um, I, I really dug it for, I think, <laughs> I guess in the time that we're in, just there's something something to be said that you didn't like go to the movie, get dressed up and go see this, that like, you can just play it on your TV. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like that always changes your outlook on how you view movies lately, mm. you know? Um, so I, so I didn't have any like built up expectation for it and I just enjoyed it on my couch mm-hmm. so I don't, I don't know i i thought they were both fantastic mm-hmm. let's hand out some awards uh before we started i want i asked you guys to just come up with a superlative well i didn't say that <laughs> Rashawn corrected me and said it was no that's actually you're correct I, i'm poking you but you're also in the right uh so strange <laughs> so i i'll go first as an example um i decided the superlative i wanted to give out for this summer uh, was Best action sequence. Um, once again, sorry to bullet train. You probably win, but you got delayed one too many times. <laughs> sorry. Couple runners up. The omnipotent city fight in Thor Love and Thunder with Korg Valkyrie Thor and Thor versus Zeus's guards. I thought it was really exciting. I loved the visuals. It was bright. It was quick. Some really cool choreography. What I will refer to as the plan in nope it was fucking thrilling had my heart pumping out of my chest the whole time the music in that scene was but my winner for best action sequence the first half surprising no one comes from top gun maverick however i am going to give it to uh the first half of the movie maverick testing the other students uh obviously the final scene is exciting and thrilling but there was something about the first part of of that scene where 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 tom cruise was testing out all the other top guns and taking them on 2v1 and you were establishing the characters so easily and so quickly not by dialogue they said to other characters but how they acted in the sky that was like their truest form they were truest to themselves with how they acted in the sky while while dogfighting another jet and it was Tom Cruise at his Tom Cruisest. The 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 testing scene in Top Gun Maverick is my winner for the best action sequence of the summer. I'll go next. Uh, my superlative award is most heartwarming moment in a movie, and I really had a hard time with it because I've seen a lot of really sweet things this summer. Um, couple runners up. There are so many great heartwarming moments in Cha-Cha Real Smooth. Vanessa Berghart is uh, is being quote-unquote babysat by Cooper Rafe. 
Um, and it's after a few times they've been hanging out and he's been, quote-unquote, watching her while Dakota goes out. Vanessa, Lola is her character's name, uh, gives him permission to give her back scratches as she falls asleep. And it's just, no one else is allowed to do this aside from her mom. It's just a really great human connection, human moment. Um, But also everything Cooper Rafe has with his little brother in Cha-Cha Real Smooth, who's played by uh, Evan Asante. Literally everything between them is the sweetest thing. My winner for most heartwarming moment in a summer blockbuster is from Bob's Burgers, the movie. I knew it. Let's go. Um, we have seen Little Miss Louise with her pink ear hat on uh, from the beginning, and she never takes it off. Um, and it's this form. It's kind of like a security blanket for her. And it the movie, her storyline in the movie really deals with courage and growing up and self-assurance and self-worth and we find out where the pink ears came from and that the pink ears don't equate bravery um that louise has always been an independent thinker an independent little girl she is who she is because of people in her life um and we have a really i don't know i don't want to talk about it too much because i want people to see it Mm -hmm. it's but um it's a really great father-daughter moment that really really touched me being brave isn't just doing things being brave is being scared and doing it anyway and that's something that it really explores in her storyline in the movie and it is just next award i gave an award to an overall movie not necessarily like parts of a scene that's fine i didn't put any specifics this is just a little fun little award time so i gave the award for unexpected tearjerker to marcel the shell with shoes on perfect like i said before i did not expect it i thought i was going into a movie with like cute little fun flick did not expect at all to fucking heave but i did (laughs) um and then runner up surprisingly his best vocal performance is jenny slate for the same movie (laughs) and then um just like a general one best writing goes to note Mm -hmm. hell yeah rashani my superlative is called Three's Company. Oh, here we go, bitch. <laughs> um, I gave an award to the, the trio with the best chemistry. Oh. Um, so my second runner-up is Dylan Sprouse, Sarah Hyland, and Keenan Monsdale from a film called My Fake Boyfriend. Um, the movie. They're great in it. <laughs> <laughs> They're great in it. Um, my runner-up is, of course, Kiki Palmer, Daniel Kaluuya, and Brandon Perea um, from Nope. Just fantastic, in sync with each other. I love chemistry. I love ensembles. Like, mm-hmm. fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, but my winner, 
for Three's Company is Oscar Martinez, Antonio Banderas, and Penelope Cruz in a movie called Official Competition. Um, uh, This is a movie that satirizes the film industry and the awards circuit and social media and grief. It's really, really funny. It's just the three of them are in this kind of twisted relationship with each other. Penelope's a director, and these are her two actors that she is rehearsing for an upcoming film that she's shooting. And just the way that they, their back and forth that they go through and the way that they get at each other and try to destroy one another, it's just really fascinating. They're pretty much, they are the whole movie. And it takes some pretty dark, twisted turns towards the end. But I thought throughout the whole film, they were just completely on each other's level. And it doesn't work if the three of them aren't great. And they were. Is it in Spanish or is it in English? It is in Spanish, yes. Cool. I saw it. Um, I saw it at Limley. Um, right. And it was great. I, I loved it. If it. When it comes to streaming, I definitely would recommend it. It's a dark comedy, but it's great. Uh, time for okay. one last award. Best performance. Just straight up. What did you think was the best performance of the summer so far? Sorry, Brad Pitt. No, let's start with you. I am choosing Austin Butler as Elvis. Time out. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw an I think I think there should be I a qualification I saw for how much. <laughs> I saw enough. Oh, Riggle Morris, baby. Riggle Morris. Uh, people saying a lot of things. But in the end, you got to listen to yourself. Trouble. I'm gonna show you what the real Elvis is like tonight. You're looking for trouble. You came to the right place. You're looking for trouble. Just look right in my face. I was born Mellow. Austin Butler and Elvis. Um, <laughs> perfect. My award for best performance of the summer goes to uh, Kiki Palmer. And nope. Uh, I originally wasn't. I would have wouldn't have done this until the her last shot. Yeah. Next to the well. Not a spoiler. That one. That was when I was like, oh okay, yeah, yeah. Best sure. performance in the summer. Did you know that the very first assembly of photographs to create a motion picture was a two second clip of a black man on a horse, and that man is my great great grandfather. Great. There's another great. Grandfather. But that's why back at the Haywood Ranch, as the only black-owned horse trainers in Hollywood, we like to say since the moment pitches could move, yeah, skin in the game. Well, if you're gonna say Kiki Palmer, then I'm I'm going to say uh, Brandon <laughs> Perea. Um, oh yeah. I thought he was just incredible. Loved every second he was on screen. I thought he brought such a great energy. I thought he, a character that could have been very caricature he made mm-hmm. very sincere. Big time. Very yeah. sincere and very authentic. I really enjoyed him. 
my performance of the summer, since you guys said Kiki Palmer, um, <laughs> is uh, Conrad Ricamora from Fire Island. Hell yeah. He is the Mr. Darcy of this movie, and he's so charming and handsome and just effortlessly a leading man. And I, I, I loved it. I fell in love with him all over again from How to Get Away with Murder. And uh, he is kind of like the secret ingredient that makes this movie work in a sea of great performances in a great, great movie. I loved it. All right, y'all. That was our summer recap. How's everyone feel? Good? Good. Good. Great. Who, who wants to play a game? No, Me. thank you. And that's it for this week's episode of Winston and Files. <laughs> no, I'm in control. You gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this game is called the uh, Summertime Oscar Predictions. <laughs> so <That's> crazy. <laughs> so, middle of summer, all the blockbusters are out. I thought, what better time to talk about the Oscars? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I tasked each cinephile with coming up with their pick. Specifically worded, I wanted their pick of the upcoming 2023 Oscars for Best Picture, Best Actor, and Best Actress. Does that mean who they think will win? Does that mean who they think should win? I don't know. It was just their pick. (laughs) (laughs) After that, I tasked the cinephiles, myself included, with guessing who they thought each other cinephile would pick for their answers. Lord. I have a random number generator in front of me. We are going to go down the list. Mm. Whoever uh, the number selects, I will say you. You will give us your picks. Everyone will reveal what they have, and we will tally up the points. Person with the most points at the end wins. Cool? Let's do it. Seems pretty simple, right? They always do. This pencil lead is broken. Does everyone have their written down answer in front of them? Yes. Shouts out to all of the articles we read on upcoming movies. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. (laughs) Baby, I ain't read no articles. Thank you, Variety. (laughs) Thank you, IMDb. Thank you, EW. (laughs) <laughs> thank you random blog that i found it's really fun to pick oscar winners when 80 percent of the oscar movies haven't come out yet okay we're showing them to hit that number generator ah hold on <laughs> cut to the beginning of the episode <laughs> we're talking about marinating oh, yeah dude. <laughs> go with your gut this is so not fair like, I hate the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Yeah, basta. Okay. Written down? I was talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was on mute. <laughs> as long as you have what you think we said written down. That's the I do, yeah. That mm-hmm. I have. That's yeah, the yeah, important yeah. one. Okay. All right. Random jumper. I'm just having a home. Number four, Mella, you are first. Okay. So, Mella, what is your pick? 
what I chose, what I think is gonna win. This is it. Yeah. What? Yeah. For you. For you. What is your pick for best picture? I put Cha Cha Real Smooth. Okay, so you're instant like that. Fuck. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> I put uh, the Fablemans. That does look good. Because I figured Mel, Mel would read Spielberg. She loves her some Spielberg. It's like... Put, oh, this is what we put for her. Yeah, so what did you put for her? We're revealing what What did you put for Mel? I husband. thought she would put everything everywhere all at once. Lacey? I, I put Babylon because that very much seems like your aesthetic in a movie. Great. Mm, uh, zero I'm points excited. across the board. <laughs> Mello. Yes. Who did you put for your pick for best... Actor. <laughs> Come say on, Camilla. Come on, this it. is killing me. Austin Butler. Yes! <laughs> okay, cool. Yes! Okay, cool. Give me a point. Uh, Rashawn? Yeah, I put Austin Butler for her. I didn't think you would stoop so low <laughs> as to say a name from a movie you hadn't even fucking finished. What Lacey you and Rashawn with the point. I put Leo. Um, he's getting a lot of buzz for his upcoming Apple movie. Uh, Killing of a Flower Moon or whatever. Killers of the Flower Moon. That's based on Devil in the White City, right? No. It's its own book. That's a different one. Mm -hmm. That's a different one. Of course, Daisy. Again, I was just like, Mela's going to see Leo. I know, dude. I was literally this close. (laughs) Un-fucking-believable. And Mela, who did you put for your pick for best actress? Carmela, goddammit. I put... Margot Robbie. For Let's go. Oh. Come on, Carmella. Wait, wait, wait. wait. For, for what? <laughs> for Barbie? Barbie's not even going to be eligible. Wait, we all get not? points. We all get. It's not even going to be out yet. Oh. We all get points because she's done. She's I done. put Margot Robbie though. I put Margot Robbie. I'm giving myself yeah, a point. No, no, you can't give yourself no, a you point. Don't get a point. I put Margot Robbie. Sorry for guys, what, I... Josh? It's for Barbie. Yeah, no, Josh. No. I it was a typo. I I wrote I wrote Barbie, but my computer autocorrected to Babylon. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. What'd you put? Mark yeah, what did you guys put? I put Anna Darmus for blonde. Same. That's a good one. Look at Asrashan. Is it a good one, Carmella? Um, (laughs) Is it a good one? (laughs) With with that, with the Barbie release date, I will PSA to the chat. Parentheses Mella. <laughs> that also means Oppenheimer's not going to be eligible right. if you put any of those for me. I almost did, but I checked. No, because I know Oppenheimer comes out a year from now. Why would it win an Oscar? <laughs> when the fuck is Barbie coming out? It's all over the media. The I same day as was... Oppenheimer. <laughs> I They're thought it was coming out, out like literally in August. This shit's like been everywhere. Have you seen a preview? Yes. You haven't seen it? <laughs> Have you even seen a poster? <laughs> have, have we have, have we as the cinephiles have we discussed which one we're gonna see first? Barbie. Barbie does. What do you hold on? Hold on. What? <laughs> You're outnumbered. Sorry. You're out. Lacey, outgunned. Out. Have fun at Oppie. <laughs> Lacey, what are we seeing? First? We're seeing Barbie. It's Lacey. We're, seeing... we're gonna see Barbie at nine thirty on a Thursday. And then we're gonna go back at noon on Friday when I'm Her awake after so a full night's sleep. So Barbie, <laughs> the Oppenheimer. <laughs> All right, so I guess I don't get a point for that. No, my bad. 
I'm okay. I'm now I want to look. I'm tripping no. that you thought it was coming out next next week. <laughs> I said like in a couple months, like this year. You said sure. August. Okay, so none of us, none of us, none of us get a point. None of us get a point. So it was giving fine. summer. Is that movie not giving summer? Yeah, it's coming out not next summer. <laughs> 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 disregard disregard so none of us get a point it's locked out but who else were you looking at mella who who else i honestly was looking at anna Darmus. fuck Man. i don't get a point you don't get a point <sighs> i'm sorry All right, back to the number generator that is wild <laughs> okay now i'm scared for the rest of the answer <laughs> me too, too bad. you too well all right number two that is me all right so, for best picture, my pick is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Damn it! Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. I I am nervous, but not only do I want it to win, I think it has a shot. It's going to be a hard pick because I think that's why they're re-releasing it. Josh, why the hell didn't you go chaotic? I just assumed you were going to be chaotic. The other two are. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. guessed a uh, glass onion. Ooh. Yeah. It's not going to win Best Picture, but you would want it to win Best Picture. I like right, where your right, head's right. at, though. I like where your head's at. All right. Um, nice. Let me fix this. Okay. Mel, do you know what glass onion is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. When, when is that coming out? Knives out to tomorrow. I got tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'll say first. Whoops, I have to say first. So for best actor, my pick Wait, was... Wait, do I get a... Do you get a point? Yeah, Mela and Rashawn okay. both got a point. Yep. Okay, cool. My pick for best actor is... Brendan Fraser. Nah. <laughs> Rashawn, you guys are... Oh my God, sure he's on a tear right now, dude. I know my friends, baby. <laughs> I might not know my fucking self and my own choices, <laughs> but I know y'all. <laughs> Mela, what did you pick? I put Brad Pitt for Bullet Train. <laughs> Y'all thought I went chaotic. Yeah, huh? I did. I yeah. just was like, could even said Babylon. She said, "Bullet yeah, train's gonna be Babylon." Yeah, but I don't know. You haven't talked about it. And finally, for best actress, I went so chaotic. I went back to normal. Margot Robbie for Babylon. Oh, come on, Ooh. Josh. I'm gonna be honest. Not a lot of flashy picks right now for women. We, the movies really haven't been released, so we don't know, but. No. Uh, what what did everyone pick? I said uh, Daniel Deadweiler for Till after seeing the trailer. Yeah, I thought that trailer looks fucking crazy. You choose that. I said Michelle Yao. Mm-hmm. I said Ana de Armas. You picked Ana de Armas for Josh, but you didn't <laughs> pick it for yourself. I thought Barbie was coming out tomorrow. <laughs> that is so incredible. <laughs> Oh my god. He loves Holy her and knives out one. They do. Yeah. She's fucking awesome. All right. Next up <laughs> is Rish. <laughs> you know what? I want to save Rashawn for last. Lacey, you're up next. No. <laughs> Lacey, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Why? Because I don't know if one of these movies is <laughs> exist. I don't know. I might have had a fever dream when I did this list. I don't know if this is a real movie. Oh, God. All right. So my best picture choice would be Everything Everywhere All at Once. 
Yeah. Lacey. One. What? I just want to. What'd We've you been say? talking about this button-sized shell for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It's best animated, sure. Yes. But best picture? Point for me, point for Mello. Let's go. Best actress? I don't know if I like this or not, but I couldn't get her out of my head. So uh, Florence Pugh and Don't Worry Darling. Mm. Mm. I'm guessing put, none of you got that. No. Correct. Yeah, I put Michelle Yeoh. Me too. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> it was going to be, but I thought everybody really? else would choose her, so I didn't. Um, and this one was purely for me, so sorry, everyone. Okay, I'm not going to get this one. No. Uh, the best actor. Ewan McGregor. <laughs> In Pinocchio! <laughs> I can't use any of this. Stop screaming. <laughs> Bitch! Y'all hate me. Y'all hate me. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Isn't... Fuck it's yeah. It's gonna be animated in that, too. Yes. It'll be little... I don't care. Little Disney I don't yeah, who cares? Care. I knew it. I fucking knew I, it. I'm leaving this show. <laughs> Rashawn, Rashawn, what did you put? <gasps> I, I think I just like the heat. We're in a heat wave. I forgot that Lacey hasn't even fucking seen Austin Butler. I just put it. I put Austin Butler too. I put Austin Butler too because of how panicked she was out there making this list. I was like, she's just going to panic and put Austin yeah. Butler. I was like, she'll just put Wrong. Austin Butler and boom. Wrong. I panicked and did it for me. As no one else I but me. Minocho, that was it. <laughs> Fuck yes, Carmela. Fuck yeah. I don't even care if was, I don't win at all. That was fucking Is that the one you were apologizing for? Yes. Absolutely yes. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Carilla, we have not been on a bestie roll this week. I know. We have been on the same page. Fuck yeah. So going into this final round, <laughs> uh, Mel and Rashawn are tied at three. So mm. either we're going to have to do a tiebreaker or Mel, if you get one of Rashawn's correct, you will pull him to the lead. Lacey, you still have two, so you can still win. And I, I don't think I'm I am so not going to win Rashawn's. for Rashawn. If I'm I, just if saying I that. If I run now. it with Rashawn, I can win. If I, I'm not. If I run it. Period. Nobody's going to. Okay. Rashawn? <laughs> Go what? ahead. Let's hear it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> best. Your pick for best picture. I put the Fableman. Yes! Nambe. Yes! Let's Steven's go. Steven's back, baby. It's Steven. Oh, you're just, right. He, al- he almost just won with West Side Story. I keep I mean, forgetting your love for Steve. I do love Uncle Spielberg. <laughs> Best actor? Either one. Which one? <laughs> I put Hugh Jackman for The Sun. Damn Interesting. It. I, I was looking at that one. Who had Austin Butler? Not me. Mm. I you? <laughs> Wait, what did you guys put for picture? Oh, every put... everything, everywhere, all at once. I put the Fablemans. Oh, okay. For actor, I didn't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> Me either. I put Tom Cruise in Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna get it this time. 
<laughs> They're trying to make it happen. I'm like, I love him so much. Would you I put? put Daniel Kaluuya for no. Before you say your actress, Rashawn, mm-hmm. it is a three-way tie for first. <laughs> you, Lacey, and Mel all have three. I have two. So if I get this, we all win. It's a four-way tie. Okay. I'm not getting this. I don't think I am either, but I tried. Let's. Oh, let's let's reverse it. Okay. Mello, what did you say? I said Penelope Cruz for official competition. Lacey, what did you say? I said Regina King for Shirley. And I said Margot Robbie for Babylon. Barbie. Mm. Rashawn, <laughs> what did you put? We have a four-way tie. <gasps> let's, let's go! I almost put Regina King, but she just won. So what did you put? What? Margot Robbie. <laughs> oh. What are you? Carmella! Wake up! I am off the mic. I'm undone. I'm still riding high off of the Pinocchio thing. Oh my god. So what'd you put? Good night. Wait, but that's actually cute as shit. That's it really is a cute. Four way tie, three points each, in whatever I said the game was called. <laughs> we know each other quite well. That's cute as shit, you guys. Love we that. know each other so well. I mean, like, there kind nine, of. There was nine possible points for each of us, and we all got three, but. <laughs> hey. <laughs> We know each other so well. <laughs> Together we make twelve. You know, what I mean? so that's extra credit. <laughs> All right, y'all. My head hurts. <laughs> so what's your play? <laughs> I'm angry, but I'm like, whatever. <laughs> totally innocent. Like, oh, Josh is celebrating. Why? <laughs> Why did you think I just It's a four way tie, but who'd you put? <laughs> I didn't. I was out of there. I said my choice. Rashawn answered. I stood up and celebrated. <laughs> what'd you put? <laughs> no more good. <laughs> oh. Y'all are lucky we don't have a six degrees tonight. Fuck. Oh, God. All right. That's it. (laughs) For this week's episode of When Cinephiles Attack. Any last words, everybody? Happy summer. Perfect. If you feel feel safe, if you feel comfortable, go to the movies. Go to the movies with your friends. And if Mm -hmm. not, schedule a streaming night and watch a movie with your friends. It just makes it that much more enjoyable. You guys make life much more enjoyable. Thank you, Jordan Peele. <laughs> As always, we'd love if you took a moment, liked, subscribed, and rate us on Apple Podcasts. You can find this and all of our episodes on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, wherever you get your podcasts, Good Pods, Google Podcasts, Napster Podcasts. <laughs> LimeWire. Uh, LimeWire podcast. <laughs> pull back, pull back, pull back, pull back. 
Follow <laughs> us on Twitter and Instagram at Cinephile Attack. And if you have a suggestion for a new episode or you just want to show us some love, email us at whencinephilesattack at gmail.com. From Josh, Mella, Lacey, and Rashawn. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching movies. And uh, thanks for buying some new uh, earbuds. (laughs) Some new speakers. We love you, but not uh, not in a weird way. We love like we love you. End it. End it. Be nice. We'll see you at the movies. movies.